I am here to tell you a story about pain, murder, and redemption. The year was 2045, and the world was in chaos. Society lost its love for humanity. Anger and hatred spread like a plague, and eventually, it led to nuclear war. Every modern country on the planet decided to send nukes to their rivals. In this last great war, we all lost. Luckily, multiple cities planned for this crisis and created domes to protect their cities from the nuclear winter that followed. While this allowed multiple cities to thrive, some cities decided to falsely claim to be the only inhabitable place on the planet. One of these cities was Sanatorium, a futuristic city filled with advanced technology. Our story begins here in 2145, 100 years after the nuclear bombs hit. In the apartment of a man named Ford, a simple reporter who knew too much, and was about to meet a mysterious assassin named E-77. You think you can just sneak into my home? And I wouldn't notice? <laughs> you shouldn't have done that, Mr. Ford. This will be quite unfortunate for you. How? I shot you in the head. How are you still standing? Well, you see, I'm not like you. I'm not living. I... I don't understand. You're... here to kill me, aren't you? Yes, I am. And there's no escaping it. You will die by my hands. So please stay still. It's worse if you run. E-77's words struck fear into the soul of Mr. Ford. As a last resort, Ford began to run for his life. E-77 pulled out his gun and began to shoot at his target. Ford crashed into a window and jumped straight out of his 30-story building, but was caught by E-77. Now hanging 30 stories high outside of a window, Ford must figure a way out of his situation. This unpredictable behavior causes E-77 to witness a flashback from a forgotten memory. E-77 sees a little girl with a birthmark near her nose. He's quickly drawn back to the present. E-77 is holding Ford's hand, keeping him from certain death 30 stories high. I have to let go. I'm sorry. Why save me if you were just going to kill me? You glitched me out by being too unpredictable. The targets usually don't try to kill themselves by jumping out of a window. I can't avoid my programming. My mission. I'm sorry. I really am. No! No! You can't! E-77 regretfully lets go of his target, completing his mission, but causing him to shut down. A robotic assassin awakes in Afterlife Industries, the place that created him. There, he is greeted by a familiar face, a woman named April, an intelligent and beautiful robotics engineer, in charge of keeping E-77 in one piece. How did I do, Doc? I told you to just call me April, and honestly, 
really sloppy, but still better than most after experiencing a glitch of that magnitude. E-77, you're lucky your thought processor didn't fry. I thought the whole point of having a duplicated mind from a human was so that I wouldn't glitch in the middle of assassinations. The pure androids with custom AI would have had their minds fried with a glitch like that. That's why we duplicate the human mind. A human understands how unpredictable the world can be and can adapt to the chaos in order to survive. Well, that's the theory. I'm obviously not as perfect as the reports say. Are you going to finally put me down, Doc? Like the others? Keep calling me Doc, and I just might out of spite. But in all seriousness, you have nothing to worry about. You're still the best we have. When the glitch happened, I saw something. A swing, a little girl with a birthmark on her face. It was like... A memory? Like a video being played in your head? Perhaps something like that, but I had no idea who the girl was. It's just part of the glitch, your thought processor dealing with the target's unpredictable behavior. I think it's best I keep this glitch off the record, considering your new upgrade. Upgrade? April picks up a remote and presses a button. The walls in front of them begin to open. Revealing an advanced robotic body with long blades attached to the wrists and metal spikes emerging from its shoulders. Behold your new vessel! We're going to insert that mind of yours into this new body and we'll scrap your outdated one for parts. You won't need it anymore. Looks fun and all, but <laughs> don't you think it's a bit flashy? The spikes and blades are all retractable. Once we put the skin on, you'll pass as human. I'm sold. What else can it do? Advanced regeneration. The nanobots in this model are able to heal you within seconds, meaning less visits to yours truly. There's always one downside. All right, let's try it out. E-77's mind is put into a virtual reality training simulator. In the simulation, E-77 is wearing his new vessel. Welcome to your training simulator. Here you'll be able to practice your new moves and upgrades. You know I don't need training. I prefer to just figure it out on my own. None of this is real. Some people would say the same thing about you, but we both know reality is all about perception. If it feels real, then it is real. A horde of ninjas spawn in front of E-77. Oh, this is gonna be fun. E-77 unleashes two deadly blades from his wrists and begins to impale, dismember, and decapitate his targets. See, I told you, I got this. A large cyclops crashes down from the heavens. E-77 shoots spikes into the eye of the beast and dismembers the creature's legs. What's next? Killer unicorns? A dinosaur with laser beams? Alright, now for something I added into the program myself. An intimidating knight in obsidian armor appears with two metal chain whips in each wrist. Okay, that's different. The knight throws a chain around E-77's neck. The knight decapitates him causing our protagonist's head to crash to the floor. The simulation ends, and E-77 wakes up back with April. Stop that, we both know you don't need oxygen. I like to pretend. Makes me look more human. No, it doesn't. You exaggerate it too much, same as when you laugh. So, I guess I failed the test. You passed with flying colors. That bonus round was just for fun. Great. So now let's test these upgrades on a real target. You better not mess it up. You're the only assassination model given the new upgrade. Come on. You know me. I'm always extra careful. 
Later that night, E-77 is chasing his target in the busy downtown streets of Sanatorian. E-77 drives his motorcycle through a large explosion, and his burns heal within seconds. April is communicating with E-77 through his earpiece. Why am I hearing explosions? I told you to be extra careful. You know I vouched for you to be chosen for that upgrade. If you find a way to destroy that vessel, it's both of our asses that the boss will eliminate. E-77 takes off his earpiece and crushes it. Sorry, Doc. You talk too much. E-77 jumps off his motorcycle and lands on the vehicle he was chasing. E-77 punches the window until it shatters. The vehicle then crashes straight into a wall. 